The pouch reset. Should you do it? People swear by it. Or is it just more pureed baby food? In just a minute, your favorite bariatric dietitians, Gail and Isabel, join me from their clinics to answer your questions about the pouch reset for weight gain. ProCare Health offers easy and affordable solutions with once-daily multivitamins, including our new DS and Sadie surgery formula, increased iron, A, D, E, and K, still just one capsule a day. Visit ProCareNow.com and use code SUSAN60 to get a free bag of protein powder with $60 purchase. Hi, I'm registered dietitian nutritionist, Dr. Susan Mitchell, ex-radio dietitian turned podcaster. You're listening to the Bariatric Surgery Success Podcast, episode number 85. I'm here to help you cut through all that health hype, give you accurate science-based nutrition information, information, I can't talk today, worthy of your time and all your efforts, simple step-by-step strategies. I want you to change your life now. Feel good every day. Get out there. Do the things you want to do. That's why I do the Bariatric Surgery Success Podcast for you. You're in the right place. I'm so glad you're here and that you're listening. Before we jump in, have you shared the podcast with someone else who might benefit from it? I'd be so grateful. Take a minute. Share this episode with someone you know who would find it valuable. All you have to do is go to the platform where you listen, click the share button or icon and send it to them. I appreciate it. Joining me are bariatric dietitians Isabel and Gail. Isabel Maples is a registered dietitian and bariatric coordinator with Fakir Health in Warrington, Virginia. Gail Smith is the bariatric dietitian at the Weight Loss and Bariatric Surgery Institute in Orlando, Florida. You can find both Isabel's and Gail's contact information in the show notes. Gail, Isabel, and I just attended a virtual continuing education webinar on all that's new in bariatric surgery and nutrition, so we have a lot to share with you today. Hey, Isabel and Gail. Hi. Hi, Susan. Okay, you know what? Let's get right to it. There's a a large percentage of people uh, that face this unwanted weight regain after their weight loss surgery, usually down the road, 10 months, 12 months, a year or two, enter the pouch reset diet touted as the way to dump this excess weight, reset the stomach to its original size after surgery and gain control of unhealthy eating habits. Boy, that's a lot to offer. It's become the darling of internet health hype. So many people swear by it, but I don't. And I'll tell you why later. So what's your take? Gail, I'm going to start with you. Thanks, Susan. I hear this a lot. They want to know what it is and how to do it. And does it work? The pouch reset severely restricts and limits your food and nutrient intake. It works by mimicking your immediate diet right after surgery. You remember what that was like. The stages are like over five days, clear liquid, full liquid, pureed food, soft food, and then lifetime diet. And some of you just do shakes for two or three of those days. You're supposed to feel healthier and fuller, and that's why you lose weight with this strict following of this pouch reset diet. But instead, a lot of you just don't feel any better or lose any weight. And instead, maybe you should just get back on track and start your meal prepping, watching portions, and types of food 
You know, I so agree with that. And I was just thinking about, I mean, who surgery is so difficult anyway. It's a huge decision. And then you have to go through your, you know, you have the pain, you have the surgery to overcome, and then you have to be on this very specific diet that's very much like a baby food type of thing from clear liquids to full and on. Why would you want to go back to that? Especially when I'm, I, we're going to share some reasons it doesn't work. So Isabel, I'm going to let you chime in. You're really good about talking why feeling better is nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> well, the pouch reset diet, first of all, wasn't created by a nutrition expert. It was created by a bariatric patient who felt out of control because of weight regain. I think the real appeal of a pouch reset diet is not just the physical reset, but the emotional and mental reset is what you're really after. And transitioning from liquids to purees to solids, again, is not going to help you keep control of your weight. One thing you could do, like Gail said, is get back to the basics of feeding yourself regular meals eating protein foods, then the vegetables, then your other foods, drinking between between meals, not with the meal, paying attention to your hunger and fullness cues and stopping. If you need help finding your stopping point and recognizing when to quit eating, maybe one of the approaches you might try is a a program called Intuitive Eating. And we can talk about that another time, but that's something people can Google and find out more about. Absolutely. And intuitive eating, uh, in, in terms of just learning to listen to those cues, it's really a good thing. You know, for uh, an FRI, I want to remind you, your body weight has zero, aka nothing, to do with your stomach size. And that's a big myth that's out there. It's simply not true that you gain weight because your stomach has stretched. You gain weight for numerous, numerous reasons. So one of the most interesting topics that was covered in our webinar was that surgery works really well because your hor- your hunger hormones are changed as a result. And these changes in your hunger hormones make you feel more full after surgery. They make you feel more satisfied. So they lead to a decrease in the number of calories that you want to eat. But as time goes by, let's just say a year or two down the track, these hormone levels change again and, and start to... Uh, be back where they were and hunger seems to return. So you add these hormone changes going back to where hunger comes again to other lifestyle issues that the, that Gail and Isabel were talking about, such as, okay, I'm overdoing portion sizes or some mental health issues are bothering me or, and weight gain rehappens. So what we learned is that the, there are a lot of newer weight loss medications that can be used later down the track as an adjunct to lifestyle. Notice I didn't say replace lifestyle, adjunct to. And in 2021, last summer, the FDA in the U.S. approved the use of semaglutide for weight loss along with lifestyle changes. And this is not the only option. There are other meds in the toolbox that your healthcare provider uh, can consider based on your situation. And uh, Gail, I'm going to come to you in just one second to talk about what your clinic's doing. And Isabel, I don't know if you guys are or not. But one thing to note and to talk about with your healthcare provider is that if you do decide or they decide to try an adjunct med, the weight loss is different 
per medication, just like the amount of weight you lose is different with the type of surgery you have. So Gail, talk about that a minute, what you guys are doing. Well, we recently started following patients that were starting to have a little bit of the weight gain, appetite increase with some medications like Wacovi. And that helps patients decrease their appetite. And it also helps control some of their blood sugar issues as well. But they have to come in, they have to be checked like once a month before they can get the medication. And this is a medication that you actually could be on for a long time. So Gail, would you go in and talk about two questions? One is, um, does someone have to be at a certain place nutritionally in order for that medication to be used? And two, are you seeing side effects that then affect nutrition? Supposedly, we've just started using it in the, in the last six months to a less than a year. And the side effects aren't as bad than some of the other ones that we've had before. So we really haven't had the patients complaining about the side effects. As far as where they need to be, they have to be like overweight, like I think at least a 30 BMI before we can use it or a little under it over 20, between 25 and 30, but they have to be followed. They really do. Yeah. Yeah, that's the most important thing. And and they might have to have their heart checked to make sure everything's okay there before putting them on them. Okay. What about you guys, Isabel? Are you using any of the meds in your clinic? We are not. Okay. And is that something that's being talked about? Do you know? We are working with our bariatricians who are not part of our immediate team, but referrals Mm -hmm. about medications. And I have a couple of patients I'm very interested in trying with that. Okay. And and I think we should remind you too that remember that your stomach is a muscular organ. So it's about the size of your fist when it's empty, but you can, if you eat a lot of food, so think Christmas dinner, you'll stretch your stomach more than you would when you eat less. So again, your stomach can stretch to hold more food before returning to its size when the food is digested. Your surgery, and again, depends on which one and how, does drastically reduce its ability to stretch, but it doesn't eliminate it altogether. So Gail, Talk about the pouch reset diet and how that really tries to play into your fear. And and that's something I hate to have happen to people. Yes. The patient fears that they're putting on weight because they've stretched their stomach. It does not take that into consideration that your stomach has that natural capacity to stretch because it's a muscle, like you mentioned, Susan. After weight loss surgery, the stomach is restricted due to that swelling and scarring. However, your stomach heals over time from the surgery, and it continues to work like a normal unsleeved stomach, and your capacity to eat more increases. So the majority of the weight gain is actually caused by what they're eating and the timing of their meals and snacks and how much they're eating. So you've got to remember to keep meal prepping and having those smaller amounts of four to five or even six small meals or snacks per day of only that four ounces, half cup, maybe three quarter cup. And remember to to spread it out throughout the day. 
Agreed. And, and let's call it just what it is. The pass reset is a diet. And I love to say what my students used to always say, which is drop the T and I feel like I'm going to die. And, and that's really mm-hmm. not after going through surgery where you want to go to. It's much better to do other things. So Isabel, talk about that. Why is it just a diet? <laughs> <laughs> well, anybody who's had weight loss surgery has tried so many diets first. And you know, you may have forgotten, but diets work until they don't. And what everybody loves to get on the scale and see the scale goes down. They love to be able to slip on their favorite pair of jeans. But the flip side of that hurts me as a dietitian. I hate to see the guilt and uncomfortableness that people have when the weight starts going up. And if you start a reset diet, you're going to eat a few less calories. You're going to achieve some weight loss. Guess what? As soon as you start nibbling between meals, not eating your proteins first, using food as a way of coping with life, your weight will climb back up. And the worst part, you blame yourself instead of that diet. Stop that. The reset diet is not going to shrink your stomach and stop hunger and reset all your food choices. And maybe what you need is a different strategy to make peace with food, that emotional eating. That's a topic for another day, but maybe that's where some people need to go. Absolutely. Any last thoughts before we wrap up? Uh, One thing that you would say that when I say pouch reset to you that immediately comes to either one of your minds? Simply put, you know what to do. Get back on track. Are you exercising? Are you eating smart? Staying away from carbonation? No fluids and meals at the same time. You know what to do. Just do it. And consider a food record. Doesn't have to be forever, especially if you're not a real structured person. Do it for three days. But a food record is a proven way to get back on track. Write your food down. Write your drinks down. What are your portion sizes? What are your calorie extras like alcohol? What's your physical hunger? Put a scale of 1 to 5 or 1 to 10. Jot down factors that you think are playing a difference. Is it because you're bored? Is it because you're upset? Um, are you putting yourself food right out in, in, in plain sight and then telling yourself to tell yourself no? Review what the issues are and pause when you think about eating. You know, maybe you give yourself permission to eat it, but do it at the next meal, not right then just because a craving or a thought passed your mind. What is that food trying to do for you? What do you want it to do for you? Think I agree. First. Good stuff. Okay, you heard them. Remember, a path reset is a diet. It makes you feel like you're going to die, and it doesn't put your focus back where it needs to be. So forget about it. In other words, and kick that guilt to the curb. What you've got to figure out is where's the leak? Okay, where's the leak here? Have you stopped your supplements? Have you quit exercising so you don't have enough muscle mass to burn the calories? Are you eating slider foods? Not dealing with emotional issues? Do a little bit of an up-close and personal uh, ask yourself. Have a conversation and decide what do you really need to do to get back on the track you want so that your journey is goes where you want it to go. Because remember, 
you're worth it. Bariatric Surgery Success with Dietitian Dr. Susan Mitchell is produced and owned by Practicalories, LLC, all rights reserved. Remember, the content provided on this podcast is for information purposes only and doesn't create a patient-provider relationship. It's intended to provide reference material and is not designed to provide medical advice. Please consult your healthcare provider regarding any medical issues you have relating to symptoms, conditions, diseases, diagnosis, treatments, and side effects. Podcast guests express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions, which do not necessarily reflect or agree with the host, Dr. Susan Mitchell, or Practicalories, LLC.